Hi guys, uh, welcome to episode seven of the Uncommonly Common Conversations. Uh, tonight's topic is the AI took our jobs. Uh, so before we begin, I might just uh, start off. Uh, Paul, do you just want to introduce yourself quickly? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm Paul. I'm a, uh, a guy who did work at a bank, failed banker. I'm now trying to Trying, trying to get back into that uh, thing. Um, also, I'm the only guy who's beaten Ben Shapiro in a debate. So um, yeah. it was Shapiro. so easy. I just like, yeah, yeah, it was so easy. I went up to him and I just pulled a gun out on him and he ran away. <laughs> okay, Paul. <laughs> he just ran. He just ran away. And I was just like, oh, okay, all right. That's... Yeah, so yeah, if I get to that easy. So I don't know. I don't know if I, that's... Uh, Tell me something for like all like the people on the left. I'm uh, I'm curious about the uh, the Such banking. You're, you're, I'm, I'm curious about the banking backstory for that one, Paul. Yeah. Oh well. Which, um. Which bank did yeah, you work at? Yeah. Was it Silicon Bank. Uh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. I. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So for that, like, I was actually the person. I actually told him, "Hey, look, you know, all these people who I love, like these, just these giant dickheads with so much money." Yeah, like for this and stuff, like all like those like people and stuff inside like the VCs and stuff, like the venture capitalists, like they're just going to keep like you know putting just just all this cheap money into it. And then um, yeah, sure enough, I said, hey, yeah, so for the bonds, how about you just like sell them early so we can get money? And then apparently, when you sell bonds early, they they just yeah yeah apparently like you have to sell them at a loss. I didn't know that. I, 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 <laughs> I didn't, didn't know that. I thought if you sell something, you get the money for it, and then and then like everyone got upset, and then I'm just like, all right, fine, whatever, you know. Don't 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 fucking cry to me, dude. You know, this is you know, I, I, like you were free to like follow any sort of advice, but I don't know. I read yeah. some funny Twitter thread around the Silicon Bank collapse, and it was uh, they were talking to it was basically like a venture capitalist guy giving his um his opinion on what people should be doing with their money in Silicon Bank. And the conversation yeah. effectively revolved around where's the safest place for us to put our money. And they're talking like three, four million dollars. And it was a deep discussion about uh, investing in Starbucks gift cards, or at worst, mm. investing in long yeah. life Starbucks cookies. And so they're like, <laughs> yeah, best yeah. case scenario, yeah, yeah, like, you know, like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like best case scenario, we lose twenty cents on the dollar for every cookie. Worst case scenario, we have a lifetime supply of cookies. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, well, you know, fair enough, guys. Yeah. Uh, Matt, do you want to say hi? Yeah, man. Uh, Matt, uh, car, car enthusiast, um, uh, high school teacher, and uh, loving the family that's going on in the Fast and Furious franchise, um, which is which is another mind blowing adventure. Uh, um, we we of, we, uh, we definitely have to talk about that movie in a sec. No spoilers, of course, for Paul, but we do we definitely need to have like. Oh a no no please! That. I don't care. I don't care. Go for it, dude. Oh, dude, uh, that, that I, I think it was fucking amazing. I, Matt, I've been I haven't stopped thinking about it for like the last twenty four yeah. hours. <laughs> dude, I I like slow clapped in parts of it. I'm just like, <laughs> it's just like you, you. I mean, how can you write this to be this good? It's just it's, oh it, my god, it blew me away. Oh, Paul um, just. You know, like they've got jumping the shark, but it's yeah. it's literally Vin Diesel riding a shark, jumping over another shark. That's how far oh, down, okay. that's, that's how far great. down yeah. they are at this moment. And but I, I oh, just that, I just love like Vin Diesel is so just deeply self assured about this franchise. Like there's no sense of like wink wink nod <laughs> nod. He's just no. This is like Marlon Brando level acting I'm bringing to the table. Yeah, you know, like, like appara- apparently yeah, no. he's starting his own Oscar nomination campaign. 
where he's advocating for himself for the best for the uh, best actor Academy Award to recognize all of his service for like, yeah. the last twenty years of this franchise. Yeah, but, but my, my, my <laughs> favorite thing the whole thing though like because it's absolutely absurd and all of these characters are sort of like dying and coming back to life and it's like a real sort of Spanish novella but I love that Paul Walker's character canonically is still alive everyone's just yeah. like yeah he's just off screen over there like he's just over yeah. there <laughs> no we're doing this so he doesn't need to get involved we're trying to protect Paul <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was brilliant. Like, it was a freaking brilliant movie. I um, like everyone's like, you know, oh, another one that when's it gonna let it, when they're gonna let it die. But you know what? I'm I'm glad it exists. I'm I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Um, it. It's it's I love it because it's so self-aware. Um, of, you know, it knows how ridiculous it is, and it and it takes like I remember the last movie. Um, before that, like, oh, what they're gonna do now? Go to space? Well, yeah, let's go to space. So they went to space. Fuck yeah. So you know, it's, it's just like it's just like you know what? We're so self-aware of, of what we're doing. It's it's supposed to be ridiculous. Um, and you know what? I freaking love it. Like, I, it's it's just it, it's stuff like that that makes me uh, enjoy movies again because it's just so so much fun. And you know, the, going to the movie should be should be fun. Yeah. You know? And then watching a movie like that, it it is fun. So um, I'm gonna board the. Uh, the uh, Oscar for um, our good friend Vin Diesel, um, our, our brother and family, and our and our family in love. Um, so forever, I will be on his side and supporting him for his Oscar nomination. So just, just putting my hand up for that. And and you know the thing that like really sort of struck me about Fast Ten was that it, they've clearly just got money to burn. Like they've just they're at the end of it. Like these movies have made billions of dollars in profit and so they've, they've clearly just got money and they're just like fuck it let's just throw it on screen and let's see what happens like <laughs> like with those, some of these actors are not getting more paydays after this movie because like you know Tyrese or whoever that actor guy is he's, he's not getting into another film once these finish up um <laughs> so I just I, I just like when it's just you could clearly see no one gives a shit they're just like we're going to make the most absurd ridiculous tongue-in-cheek action film because we're not going to ever be able to do this again uh, I, 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 res- I respect that. Like, I just, I, I respect that sort of WWE commitment to like drama. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's like you know, they keep it up with kayfabe. You know, like, it's, 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 well, um, it's, it's basically, you know, that they do not let these characters like, you know. Well, well, that's why I found it so weird where there's like so much hate. I know like Sam really doesn't like the Fast and Furious movies, but he loves WWE. And I've had this conversation with him. I'm like, dude, it's literally just WWE. Like that, it's the exact same thematic narrative. Like it literally has WWE actors in it. Like I, I don't know how much, like how much more blatant it could be that this is like a high production ring, except with, instead of them physically fighting, they have cars that they kind of ram into each other. Oh, dude! Like I'm a, I'm a big WWE fan myself. Uh, I have been like I grew up on that stuff, and and like I think that's probably a part of the reason why I love I love these movies so much because they they are like it's like the storylines and and everything. Um, you know, you got your baby face, you got your heel, and yeah, it's it, it's exactly what a what a, what a what a what a wrestling story is. Um, so no, I I, I I thoroughly enjoy it, and um, you know, there's people to be like, oh, this, this guy's an idiot because he likes the Fast and Furious. Well, you know what? I don't care. I'm I go in, I, I know what I'm going to go watch. I'm going to go watch a dumb action film that's so self-aware that it's a dumb action film, and it's going to I'm going to enjoy it. And it's still got more character development than any of the um, the sequels in the in the Star Wars, um, you know, uh, seven, eight, nine. Um, so you know what? Hell yeah, I, I'm absolutely watching this, and I, and I will keep watching them until until the day I die. 
Well, I think the uh, next films we've got lined up are Oppenheimer. I know that's coming out in a couple of weeks. I'm talking to your highness about trying to get us some IMAX tickets for that one. And there's the new Mission Impossible as well too. Um, yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm really keen to see those two films. And there's also um, Into the Spider-Verse coming out next week as well too, the sequel to the, that Spider-Man animated film from a couple of years ago. So there's actually like, some good stuff coming out June, July, which would be good. Can I, can, can, I, can I just say, like, have you guys seen Fallout? Like Mission Impossible Fallout? Yeah. Yeah, that's, oh, that's the fourth one, isn't it? Dude, yeah. Like, it was the last one. It was the last, oh, last one, one, sorry. Yeah. Dude, that movie is insanely good. Like, it's it's an it, that movie is a, the perfect James Bond film, even though it's not a James Bond movie. You know, like, if um, that's how the James Bond movie should be. They chased all different chases, and uh, it was it was brilliant. I I, 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 I think Tom Cruise is, is, is a, it's got a second wind in this part of his career at, at, at this point in time. I, I, I would love to do an entire episode just talking about Tom Cruise movies. In fact, you know what, fuck, we might even do that next Sunday night. I know Johannes is keen for that one, so we might we might do that as next week's episode. It's just let's just gloss over how great Tom Cruise is. And then we could have an entire section just devoted to how he's like batshit crazy and probably drinks baby blood, but whatever, that's... um. Dude, Scientology, I know, I know it's like conversation around Scientology being done to death, but the more I find out about that like cult thing, the weirder it just is. Yeah, it's, it's pretty... um. I mean, to be fair, I didn't know much about it until I watched South Park, and then um, until I watched the episode <laughs> of South Park with uh, Tom Cruise and, stuck and in the closet. They moved to break it down for me, and you know, R. Kelly was there. Now uh, he was in the then he went in the closet, and uh, it was it was funny. It was just it, it was like I, I learned virtually the basics of of uh, of Scientology through that, um, and then well, and that... then I ran a hole and dug through it, and then was like, whoa, okay, this is um yeah, they went wrong. This is this is this is very interesting. So well, that um that uh, Handmaid's Tale woman, she's like apparently quite high in Scientology now, whatever her name is. Handmaid's Tale woman. Yeah, the uh, one, the one yeah, from oh, um, yeah. Mad Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, what's her name? Like uh, Elizabeth Moss, I think. Yeah, whatever. yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's the mousy-looking yeah. woman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was. She, she, she actually, um, yeah, yeah. Like she was at an award show, and uh, I believe the actress from I think it might have been King of Queens, which was Leah Remini. Yeah. Um, yeah, she, she was in there. She well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was in it, and then she left. Um, she actually left because the leader, um, his wife, like she sort of went missing, and then she tried to find out where she went, and like everyone said that. That year, was like, oh, she's like sick, or she's like asleep, or yeah, like you know, and then and then and then yeah, what and stuff like you said, um, yeah, yes, what and stuff like she she like said that she kept on asking these questions and like she kept on getting these weird answers, and then eventually she left. Well, um, she actually made, uh, yeah, for like I forgot what it was. I think it was like a TV special, and I think that that actually won some sort of like thing that they were at, and. And yeah, like for like Moss, like she was actually there. And then when she started to make her speech and stuff, like apparently Moss, like she, you know, like, like from her seat, like she just got up from her seat and like, yeah, like from herself, like she like bolted out of there. Like, and then, and then she's just like, oh no, like I had to go to the toilet. And it's just like, yeah, like for and stuff, like the same like time that she was up on stage and stuff, she, she just came back as soon as like, Yeah, apart from that and stuff, like, like, yeah, from stuff, like, after that, like, sort of, like, left off, like, you know, like, she was just, like, sort of gone. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's, like, sort of weird how, how, like, for and stuff, like, I don't, I don't think that they actually, like, sort of want to know, like, for it as well and stuff, because, like, the whole thing about the South Park episode with, like, Xenu, apparently, like, 
like for that like that was like huge as well because because oh. apparently like that was like only certain things that like only certain people knew yeah, like was, so even people who had been really, there for yeah. years and years and years they didn't know it was and that really was like a big load of everything out. like that was like a yeah big, yeah it was huge. like a big i remember it was like 2006 2007 something like that it was a really like big yeah. thing when that happened yeah um and scientology tried to sue the shit out of the south park guys over it um yeah yeah then cool um yeah no Oh, apparently uh, the new Indiana Jones movie is terrible as well. So that's that sort of happened last week or so. Those those reviews have come out from the Cannes film. Who would have known? Yeah, apparently it makes Crystal Skull look good. So retroactively, <laughs> retroactively improved the worst one. So, I mean, talk about taking one for the team, Disney, and securing someone's previous legacy. But uh, hmm. uh, apparently the original plot for the film was, I don't know if this is spoilers because it's kind of implied in the trailer, but effectively his goddaughter was meant to take over the mantle. And so apparently the whole film was like sort of leading up to like the goddaughter basically becoming Indiana Jones and continuing with that, you know, character's legacy as it were. But apparently the uh, the film, like the preview filming was so bad that they actually redid the ending um, to try to sort of like save Indy as the hero. So apparently the film was like really disjointed in like the last 15 minutes. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know, but it's, it's looking like it's going to be a critical failure or there's a critical failure and I'm, I'm curious to see what the boss, box office is going to be for that one. But I just, I just can't, I just can't see how much more Lucasfilm can like, they could continue to produce these terrible films. Like, did you guys see what happened with Willow last week as well? The, uh, so the Disney plus re released a Willow series, which is a sequel to the Willow film from the 1980s. So this is all Lucasfilm properties. Um, okay. Willow finished less than six months ago and Disney Plus is sort of a cost-cutting exercise has within six months of releasing it has now purged it from the Disney Plus servers. So it's effectively going to be gone in like the next fortnight or so. Um, so just this like stuff where it's like these, like these properties have just been so badly managed that like either Lucasfilm can't make them profitable or can't get any critical appeal and they're effectively like they literally just erased the entire Willow series like you're never going to be able to see it again once it goes it's just like weird shit man and you know you look at some of this stuff it's like how how, how hard is it to like you know how hard is it to fuck up an Indiana Jones movie <laughs> like it's just yeah well, I mean, it was the Crystal Skull was the last one wasn't it yeah 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 I was like being an Indiana Jones fan for years, I, I just I was just like, well, what the hell have they done? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they had Shia LaDouche in there, um, and you know, like, and to, to be fair, he's he's come okay in the last in the last little bit. He, he's uh, the Peanut Butter Falcon or something. I, I think it was, like, it was like a wrestling movie. Um, it was actually really really good. He, he was he was good in that. But like, um, well, that's, that's what my friend calls him. Shia LaDouche. Now it's just stuck in my head every time I think of Shia LaDouche. Um, uh, and um, yeah, I, I just I couldn't I couldn't watch it. I was I was like this this movie's terrible. Like, it, it's uh, like as a kid growing up on on Indiana Jones and and all, and all those things. Um, but I guarantee the same people that'll be listening to this will be like, oh yeah, you like in, you, you can't stand Indiana Jones yet. You watch the Fast and Furious. Well, I'll tell you what, the Fast and Furious at least knows what it is and it produces the goods every time. So so yeah, boom. <laughs> yeah, because because there's like there's like a film that's not take like fast and furious does not take itself seriously and so like you know or if it's taking itself seriously it's doing it in a real sort of like wink wink nod nod sort of way like every like you could clearly see everyone in those films is smirking about what they're doing and then you get like you know indiana 4 and apparently this most recent one and you know some of the lucas film you know, the star wars properties as well too recently 
and it's just there's there's no like self-awareness there's no irony it's just that they're taking it extremely seriously and yeah and they're also trying to you know push a message as well too and because of that like there's no you can't you can't like you can't forgive it because it, it's not trying to do something where it's like, all right, we're all going to have a bit of a joke together and enjoy this. It's like, no, we are genuinely trying to do something. We're just bad at executing what we're trying to do. Mm, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, I will like follow it as well. Like who, yeah, uh, follow that movie stuff like Fast X. Um, who was actually the person that they put down who actually made it? Because um, didn't one of the top producers or I believe it, might have been like the director pulled out halfway through. So who? Yeah, yeah. You saw that? Like who? Like actually got like the credit in the end for that? I actually don't know. Sorry, what? I wasn't. Is that true or like? Yeah, you know. Justin Lin stepped away from it. Um, like over. Yes, over yes, he did because yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because like for that, like he um said that he was going to step down, and that was the day after. Yeah, I think a live stream came out by um. Yeah, shit, who was I think I think I think that might have been like Vin Diesel. And uh, he actually filmed um, a thing where, where, yeah, for that, like he had uh, something on and stuff like a stream where he was on set and he was like trying to talk to people and like, and yeah, for it. And so we got like Vin as well. Like he's like a loud guy and like he's like that confident that he thinks that he can like talk like all this shit and everyone's just like, hey guys, what's going on here on the set of Fast and Furious 10? What's up? And like, everyone just looks like really uncomfortable. Like, yeah, like for that. And then, and then, and then for that, like, I think, um, yeah, yeah, apart from that stuff, we got like that guy um, who, yeah, like, I think it was there, like Justin Lin. And like, he was just like, you know, yeah, Vin, things are going great. Can't wait. It's going to be good. And 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 for the stuff like the guy just didn't want any part of like the live stream, and then and then sure enough, like I think after that, like they had like a news report saying that he'd like left, and yeah, so yeah, yeah, shit, I don't know, I don't know, but um, but for that, like I think like that actually happened maybe two thirds of the way through they were making it. So for like that film and stuff, like when you saw it, like did you feel as if though that there was like, um, yeah, like part of that, like, like how like the film went, like do you think like it like certain parts and stuff, like they're just like, okay, yeah, like that was probably the part where like things seemed like they were going in one direction and then they had to pivot because they brought a new bloke or like did it seem like kind of like, okay, all the way through? Yeah, it was, oh. it, for me, it went quite smooth. <laughs> I, I mean, okay. it, like it was definitely a, um, like, like it, 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 it didn't, for me, it, for me, it didn't necessarily have its own distinct style. It, it felt like a very, gen- and I don't mean this as a criticism of it because I loved it, but it, it did feel like a very sort of generic fast movie. Like I didn't, yeah. I didn't get a Justin Lin vibe from the production of it. Um, and and it, you know, it had that sort of weird thing as well too, where you know, it's got two or three sort of storylines kind of happening in parallel, and it's it's clearly been written as like a part one of a of a series of films. And so it kind of has that sort of like, you know, Avengers Infinity Ward sort of effect where it's not really a it's not it's not really a standalone movie. It's a part one of a film. Um and you know, the drawbacks to that is that it kind of it's probably a little bit weaker on its own than it will be when you sort of watch them all together. But but just reading this, so apparently the most recent yeah, you you're right, Justin Lim stepped away after creative differences. Um and it was uh, completed by. Oh, that's the, a great way of saying I'm. I, I, I fucking hate Vin. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm sure Vin Diesel's a very difficult person to work with. I mean, yeah. I'm sure like Dwayne Johnson just came back because of a big yeah. bag of money. Um, mm-hmm. Louise Lettier uh, replaced Justin Lin as the director. Um, but apparently, universe, the, there's a sec. There's an 11 film currently in production, um, and there's a, apparently Universal has requested that it now become a three part finale. So they want to extend it to 12 films in total. Um, and they're also talking about several more spin-offs as well too with Hobbs and Shaw. And then they're talking about an all-female Fast and Furious film too. Um, so yeah, I mean, the franchise doesn't seem to be going anywhere just yet. Like it's got like a real sort of John Farnham vibe at this point about, you know, it's ending, mm-hmm. but it, it's not ending. No. Uh, okay. Ride the Wave, Ride the Wave, it's fun. It'll be, it's a fun, it's a, I, I'm, I'm on board, I'm on board. I will say that Jason Momoa was like I, I loved him in in Fast Ten. Like he was just hamming it up like crazy. Like it just that was so much fun to watch him just sort of be like absolutely ridiculous on screen and just loving it. So that was good. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I'm so sorry that's his best role. Campy Jason Momoa is the best Jason Momoa that there is. There's just no ifs or buts about it. Um, Matt, just a a, a quick one. Uh, how are you finding Zelda? Dude, it's freaking amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, um, I don't know if you've played it yet, Reese. Um, um, I'm on the. I've only put in like an hour. Um, but to yeah. be fair, that's more Zelda than I've played in 20 years. So I'm <laughs> really, really digging. I'm, I'm actually going to. I've got to start taking the train again for the next couple of days. So I'm actually going to like play my Switch on the train. Yeah. Um, I'm about I think 35, almost 40 hours in um, yeah. the game at this point. Um, it's awesome. Like it's it's hard. It's it's challenging. It's all the puzzles are really you know, um, you know, you make you think and, and how you're gonna how you're going to kind of get linked from one spot to the other or to uh, or, you know, to, to to solve the shrine quests and the, and the side quests and the main quest and there's just, it's just so much to do. Um, like I'm just I feel like, I feel like I've done nothing in this game yet and I'm 40 hours in. <laughs> You know, it's it's just it's just one of those um, one of those games you just gotta just just work through and find and um, I'm I'm absolutely loving it. It's um yeah it's it's brilliant and you know, you know Nintendo do things well and they do things not so well but they do produce a game well um, and the game like this when they when they've put six years into development of the game and to make sure that the game's good to go. Instead of just like a, you know, a, let's just slap a 23 title at the end of that name and just do the same game every year. Um, they will, you know, take what's good from the last one and build on it and, and make sure it's good. And um, and I, I really respect that. And, and, you know, all the reviews for this game are just bloody epic. And I, I'm not one for reviews because, like, people have canned the Fast and Furious. But uh, I, I'm, you know, I'm all for how it plays. And um, and, and with fair reason, it's it's a it's a phenomenal game. Um, and I just wanted to get to get your opinion, Reese, on your, on your first hour in the game. How are you finding it? Um, is it is it playing well for you, well enough for you? And and, and what's what's your initial thoughts? Uh, from like a performance perspective, it's actually playing better than I anticipated. Like I, I was going in really low expectations with the Switch, um, mm-hmm. but it's 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 playing like really solidly. Even I've only just done it in handheld, but I haven't even put it in the dock yet to play it on the big TV. I've just been playing it in bed. Um, it's it has that uh that sort of like Japanese obtuseness to the mechanics, like 
it, it it's not holding your hand. Like the, I'm I'm yeah. used to sort of like open world games where that first couple of hours it's just like bombarding you with hints about you know how to do things. But like I remember I had to like try to cook mushrooms and I couldn't figure out how to do it. But then it's like, well, wait a second, you need to drop the mushrooms onto the fire. Mm-hmm. But in order to do that, you don't need to go into your inventory to then select the mushrooms to then drop them. Uh, so it's just that sort of stuff where like it's got this kind of like deeper sort of RPG mechanics than I was kind of like anticipating from the game, which again, just because I, I haven't played Zelda for 20 plus years, like Ocarina of Time on 64 was the last Zelda game I played. Um, but I, I, I'm extremely impressed with um, the sort of, uh, world manipulation with the glove thing that you have um, and yeah. you know, sort of using like merging things together to solve puzzles and using you know like almost like portal-esque level physics to try to like get through stuff and have it all happen in kind of dynamically and in real time is really really cool um, and so you know I, I yeah I'm, I'm massively impressed by the game so far I'm just sort of trying to like start carving out time to actually just put some serious hours into it i i don't like the weapon degradation thing but i knew i wasn't going to like that so uh, but I, I get that you know it doesn't it, it it wants you to be constantly exploring and it wants you to be constantly crafting so i get it but like, i i could see how that would become quite tiresome after a little while but um i'm hoping that you know, is there an ability to repair stuff matt like, can you repair? Uh, not in this one. Um, not even in the last one. Like, there's only one weapon, I believe, that um, that doesn't break, and that's the Master Sword. Yeah. Because um, uh, it just runs out of energy, and then it builds itself back after about 10 minutes or so. Yeah. Um, but I, I was much like you, Reese, when I, when I played Breath of the Wild. Um, you know, I was, I, was like, I was like, this is shit. Like, why Why would they Why would they make... Like, apart, from the, apart from the rest of the game, it was amazing, but I'm like, why would they make the weapons... They break and, and the shields break and, and everything, but at the in the same token, I was like, it, it, it makes you think, um, and it makes you say, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna use this this um, Bocklin arm and, and and use that as a as, a, as like a, a last resort, and it, it, you know, you dodge your weave, um, um, but the, the reason why the reason why I, I love the Breath of the Wild is, is because it, it just it, it took Zelda and made it made it incredible, which it, which it really was, but it took it took the gameplay to a whole other level of this which is this open world. Um, this next level open world thing where, where you know anything and everything is is you can do the game wants you to to lift up that rock and find a uh, you know a lizard underneath to eat it and to, and to put it in an elixir and make an elixir the game wants you to put mushrooms and then maybe put a lemon uh, and an apple you know in, into the into the pot to to mix it and see what elixir you can get from that um, the game wants you to be to be explorative and and now with um, tears of the kingdom there's three levels to it. There's, there's there's your you know there's above ground on you know uh, on ground and there's below ground. Like there's there's it's just it, it blew my mind. I was like holy crap. There's like I didn't like, I didn't even know about, about the the underground bit yet until I until I you know I, I threw a bomb and it exploded and I was like holy crap. You can go underneath there and I went underneath and, I was, and it just said discovery. You found a new you 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 you're beneath the level. Um, you're beneath the the um, the what's it called the surface and I I just was like. This is a type of game that you just you need you need time into, um, and you need to explore it, and you need to explore it, and you need to explore it, because the more you look, the more you find. You know, it's just, it's just it's just an unbelievably detailed um, experience, and um, you know, I, I've um, I've absolutely fallen in love with it. Like I, I can't I can't put it down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I've been I've been really really playing it. Even steps on board. Like um, 
you know, I'll, I'll be in bed playing it, and, and, and she's helped me solve puzzles. We're sitting on the couch, all, all like, you know, every night last week, just, you know, on the, on the, put it in the dock on the big screen, and, um, you know, solving things. It's, it's, it's a, and she's enjoying it, and, and she, she's not a big gamer at all. So, um, it, it's got, some, I think it's got something for everybody. Well, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, like, familiarize myself with Nintendo again. Like, obviously, like, Mason, that's, you know, he's, he's going to get a Nintendo when he, he, when he, you know, he's a little bit older. And so I'm, I'm really trying to sort of like look at gaming from that like family lounge room experience, which is not something I've been doing for the last decade. Like even, you know, even if I've had an Xbox or a PlayStation lounge room, it's, it's my, like, it's my stuff. It's not like a shared experience with others. Um, and so I'm, 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 I'm digging what Nintendo, like what Nintendo's achieved because it's such a, like, like considering how little third party that there is like you know you're not getting a grand theft order or red dead redemption or you're not getting like those sorts of games on nintendo they've managed to create this like really inviting ecosystem that's you know like i i bought um you know the new teenage mutant ninja turtles game um you know just digital one gigabyte download onto the switch you know 40 bucks whatever but i bought that purely because allison loves tmnt and yeah. yes, I could play it on Xbox, but you know, Alice prefers the Switch controller, and so it's just something that we can then just like easily just pick up and play and just jump in and do it. Um, while with things like Xbox and PlayStation, I just don't feel like it has that you know, it, it doesn't feel like a toy that you can just interact with, it feels like something that you need yeah. to like sit down and invest time into. Um, and like Zelda has been really impressive. I mean, again, I'm only an hour and a bit into it, but. It, it's got that sort of like weird, you know, like I don't want to say like, it's not like a mystery box, but it's like, you know, one of those like boxes that like you start opening the lid and then you realize there's like another 10 boxes inside the big box. And then you open that, you know, one of those little ones and you realize there's like another, like almost like this sort of like three dimensional nesting doll type thing that they've managed to build. Um, and, it, and it's phenomenal. Like it's phenomenal craftsmanship. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to just, yeah, over the next couple of months, just really like diving into this one as it were. Yeah, dude, just immerse yourself in it because like, and, and, and let yourself do things that you wouldn't normally do in other games. And and, and I think that's that, that's what took me forever in um, in Breath of the Wild when I first played it, I started playing that because it took me forever to, to to have the courage to like, you know, I'm going to go in there. Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to see it. I'm going to, you know, break that and, and see what's in there. And, you know, I'm I'm gonna pick up that chicken. You know, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of, I'm gonna pet that dog because you can pet a dog in the game and it follows you and it and it le- and then like, cool. you, 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 you give a dog a, a piece of meat to eat and it and it says I appreciate it and then you then it follows you and then then you follow it and it'll dig up a it'll take you to a place where it'll either dig something up or or, or you could or you, or you you dig near it and it'll, it'll find you treasure it'll find you rupees it, it's it's like every single thing has been thought out and it's you don't you don't get that in in games anymore and and this is why this is why um tears of the kingdom for me is just like it's taking it to a whole other level and uh, i don't know how they're going to top it to be honest with you um so all of a sudden is just 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 um you know immerse yourself in it um but it's good because you 4k 60 fps just just give you just give you some more power that's all i want just give you a little bit more power (laughs) i I completely agree with you if it it had a bit if it had a bit more juice uh, it'd be arguably the best game of all time like it's um and but like, I'm I'm cool with the way it plays. I'm cool with the way it looks. I'm I'm totally cool with it. Um, but you know, if if they if they bring out the, the next switch with, with with a bit more power, I'd love to see how this runs on it because it'll be um, 
because it just it doesn't need that much more. It just needs a little bit more just to finish it off. And um, but it it, play, it plays well either handheld or docked. So so when, when you play a docked, you you you'll definitely it, it is it is better it is better docked. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, you'll you'll definitely enjoy it. I'm just I'm just telling you, man. I, I I'm, I'm I'm glad to hear that that you your first Aaron bit's been 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 an enjoyable experience. Yeah, I'm 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 actually kind of looking forward to this. Like, obviously, I'm doing some public transports again this week when I go back to work. So I'm actually like, I, I actually genuinely want to like bring my Switch. It's the first time in the five six years I've had one where I'm like, I'm I've packed it in my bag, ready to go for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, cool, man. Awesome, guys. Well, we've we hit about the. 30 minute mark so I reckon it's time to start the conversation for tonight um uh, I'm I'm just going to speak broadly here and this is not going to be you know it it, it, from a timeline perspective it's not going to be correct but I'm just going to sort of just discuss sort of like some of the broad milestones in the last 6 to 12 months with AI um Late last year, like I think oh, it was sort yeah, of like wow. October, November last year, um, Chat GPT was sort of unleashed, as it were. Um, and I, you know, Chat GPT is just one tool set. It's it's there's other pieces of software which do similar things and arguably do it better. But there was something about Chat GPT um, version three point five. I think it was the original release late last year that three point oh three point oh that. It, it it kind of showed that the future, to use the cliche, was not that far away. Um, like a lot of the a lot of the AI stuff over the last few years, when I've been sort of following it, it's it's been quite dumb. Um, in the sense that like your like its its intelligence comes from repetitive association with um, inputs and outputs. And so eventually it will get the right answer if you give it enough chances in order to get the right answer. And then when you start talking to it, it'll produce the right answer purely because it's run through all the different variations of what you're asking it and what it could tell you that you think is correct. I think that ChatGPT is probably the first piece of software that at least that sort of at a consumer level that anyone can really log into play with that has kind of given that shiver, as it were. Now, that's, it's not to say that this software is is going to you know take our jobs, you know, as the title of this episode indicates. But I'm firmly of the opinion that it's AGI or you know artificially generated intelligence is going to play a bigger impact in our immediate futures than we probably think it would have 12 months ago. And I've got a suspicion that regardless of what people start to do in the future, we're going to inevitably be competing against these tool sets. And so, yeah, I'd just, I'd just be curious as to sort of like what your guys' thoughts are on sort of AI at the moment and whether or not you sort of share that same sense that a it kind of just appeared out of nowhere in the last six months and it's like we've always had it yeah i would agree with you um reese it's just it, it felt like it was always coming um and then all of a sudden it's bang it's here and um and i think for me um like it's 
it's I, I mean I find it really cool, but um, I also find it quite scary, especially coming from a from a pedagogue um, that you know we had to talk to our students that don't use ChatGPT because because we will find you when you use it. It was kind of like, it was kind of like that South Park episode. Um, you know, it's it's you know it, it it is making them like making kids write unbelievably well, um, and it's like holy crap, you know, and I freaked out at how easy it makes it, uh, and and. The worrying factor is for me is like, do we even have to respond anymore? Do we have to do anything anymore when 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 AI does it for us? You know, that's that's my that's my big question. Uh, we'll come back to the education part because I like I, I think out of the three of us, Matt, you're probably in the most jeopardy right now professionally yeah. with this shit. <laughs> um, but so we'll come back to the education one because I've got I've got a scenario I kind of want to throw out there. But Paul, like, what are your? You, you mean you're 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 fairly in tune with what's happening in sort of the tech landscape. What's your kind of antenna telling you about this? Um, So there's a concept um, where it was basically just like, as far as humans and computers are going to merge into, I believe it was coined the... yeah, just like it had like some term, like it's like actually gone for me, uh, like right now. Not, stuff, like not tech. symbiosis, is it? Um... No, 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 but it does start with an S. Uh, yeah. Synecdoche? Yeah, or like something like that. Uh, no, 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 but, but yeah, apart from that, it's gone for me now. Um, but they said that that was going to happen in 2040, and I think that was from researchers that happened back in the 2000s, and I thought that, that sounded kind of right. Um, like, you know, and I probably read a bit about that, like in the late 2000s, early 2010s. I didn't really get a whole lot about it. And it was sort of hard to get a scale on it because, like, yeah, like for that, like back then when you like said and stuff, like you know, um, part part apart from the last twelve months, the previous ten years, like we didn't have a whole lot to play with, I guess. But um, for that thing, like, I actually sort of read back and like back in the sixties, even um, when you sort of had like these computers when they were just like these giant boxes that 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 like I think back then stuff like had like the punch cards. Uh, they said by the year two thousand that there would be computers that can do what we do but better so they were saying that back in the 60s so it sort of depends on the scale and who you talk about about you know if we're on the path or yeah or like the um yeah for 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 that path where we sort of merge into computers like you know um so most researchers would say that uh for that we should be there by now. Um, but if you sort of talk about researchers, like as time goes on, like they sort of keep like trying to push forward like that. So, so I think the 2040 was in the 2000s, but back in the 60s, it was 2000, late 1970s. We're like, okay, somewhere between 2005 and 2030. And then eventually, uh, yeah, like that became 2040. Um, yeah. So yeah, like as far as like the pathway and how fast things are going, uh, I think like we're sort of on track, I guess. I don't, I don't think things are moving that quickly. Um, I just think that in terms of like this research, I think, um, yeah, like in the past 12 months and stuff, I think, I think it's like sort of some thing that most people actually want to hear about. So therefore, uh, like for that, like, I, I think, I think that it's getting more coverage now. So I can't say I'm like that. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, I can't say like I'm that shocked about it. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I to add to your point from the '60s and stuff. Like we've been saying forever, the machines are going to beat us. The machines are going to beat us. The machines are going to beat us. Like it, 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 yeah. we've been saying that, and now it's happening. Um, and you know, everyone's like, "Well, oh no, just you know, you, you can't, you can't do that." Like that's just, you know, 
Well, when we've, when we've been saying it this whole time, um, and we've still been doing it, so that, for me, there's like a whole, um, I guess, catch twenty two behind that whole whole situation, right? Like, oh. It's just like, sorry, go, you go. Oh, I was just going to say, Paul, uh, technical singularity is the word you're looking for. Yes, 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 that's correct. Yeah, yep. yeah. So yeah, that was coined like back in the eighties, I think. Yeah. But sorry, they were talking sorry, about something like that back before then. Yeah. Thanks, Rhys. Sorry about, please. Sorry. No, no, no. I, I was, I was just, just going to say, like, it, it's, we, it's just funny how now we're here in 2023, um, you know, many years after the 60s, and it, it and we're still, um, you, you know, we, we, we're kind of still in that, in that, in that spot. However, you know, I just feel like the power of the internet today, um, you know, if we were to think about this like 25 years ago, we'd be, we, we would have laughed, but. You know, you know, like the the power of the internet is just make it. It kind of makes it. Oh yeah, well, whatever. You know, like it's we've lived through COVID. We can live through uh, the uh, AI taking over. Um, but I don't think people realize the the power that that it can have, and um, and and some people do, and some people don't. And um, the fact that the power is so uh, how, how would you how would you put it scary as to what it can actually do. Um, like it can do anything. It can write scripts. It can it can write responses. You know, it's coming coming from it from from a teacher's point you know uh, point of view. Um, it, it makes most of it most of our pedagogy kind of uh, out the window because of because of of how of how it works. So, um, uh, will our, will we be able to just mark papers using AI? Will 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 we be able to to do everything just AI? And and will we be kicked out of a gig because AI will just do it better? Um, so that that is that is kind of my question for you for you guys because like I'm I'm kind of just a bit you know uh, seeing the, seeing the start of it and seeing where it can go it's kind of scary but cool but terrifying at the same time. Well, it's probably a good opportunity. We we might we might as well. That's a nice segue into one of the talking points for tonight, which is around future technology and society. And I think that you know, the the real, the real sort of obvious. Yes. impact that AI is going to have is it's going to it's going to hit white collar work in the same way that factory automation mm -hmm. and offshoring hit blue collar work. Um yeah. and, and and you know I just for some broad context for that, you know, the, the 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 narrative is is that you know blue collar jobs either got made redundant because of improvements to manufacturing or they were offshored overseas for them to be done cheaper. You know, that's Broadly speaking, that's kind of the narrative. Um, where white collar work has been interesting is that, like a lot of Western countries, Australia is a good example, is that we're we're, we're effectively a knowledge based economy. Um, you know, we don't necessarily manufacture and produce tangible items at scale. We provide services and expertise that have value associated with it. And so, you know, that's kind of where you, you sort of come to the idea that, you know, a lawyer can make, you know, $200,000 a year, but a factory worker can make $50,000 a year. The factory worker is producing something tangible, but the lawyer isn't. Where, again, broad strokes, I want to get sued or offend any of our lawyer listeners, like Alan. Sorry, mate. Alan, no, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but where, where, where this AI stuff is, is, is kind of terrifying is that you know, its strength comes from its instantaneous access to bodies of knowledge. And so you, and then to f expand on that, 
its ability to understand the question that you're asking it and then source the correct knowledge to provide to you in response as a service. So when you start looking at industries that are at risk, that's effectively a lot of white collar work. Anything that requires consulting or expertise based on documented precedents, that's bread and butter for AI systems because if you can learn it, so can the computer. The -hmm. problem then becomes the computer will learn it quicker and cheaper than you can. So therefore, your market value is now reduced because you're not competing against the ability for someone else to generate that type of service you're competing against a computer that's effectively doing it instantaneously and from a cost perspective, practically free. And so, I mean, I'll just be sort of curious as to what your guys' thoughts are on, you know, kind of, you know, are, are we going to start to see a, a diminishing in sort of white-collar demand? Because, you know, if, if you can get a computer program, if you can effectively outsource the expertise to a computer program, why wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, this is just uh, for some context. As you, as recent, you know, I, I'm a graphic designer. That was my, that was my first kind of gig. Um, but I was getting asked by people in in India and you know in China and stuff that were doing my job for five bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's they, they you know, there was there was hard to get work because they're like, why would I? I'd, I'd get I'd seriously get people saying to me, why would I pay you five hundred dollars for a logo when I can get someone to make it for five bucks and make it in ten minutes? And I, I explained to them, I was because because you, you, we we consult, you give me a brief, and I, and I, I'm, I you know I make revisions, and I and I I, I you know, give you one on one service, and I help I help you I help you with everything, and they and, and they just didn't see a they were like that like I would rather have four ninety five in my pocket and spend five bucks, um, and and the the whole the whole that you know and and that was a big kick in the head for me, and and I went to teaching, and now it's it's going to get me again, but. <laughs> the, the 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 thing is, we see we see it with like for example, you know, I'll, I'll give an example here. Ford Australia, okay, um, you know, been here for over a hundred years, um, and then sh- shuts down. One, the union, the unions, the cost of living, extra, all these extra things came into play. Shuts down. Goodbye. That's your blue collar gone. This now comes in it comes into play. And says, oh, well, you know, for example, our, our, me and Alan and, and, and whoever, you know, inverted commas, white collar, white collar workers um, are now at threat because, you know, they could do it cheaper. My biggest issue is for, for this is who's regulating it? You know, who's making sure that that is legit? Like, who, like who, is, who is doing The vice president of the states. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she has been labeled as the AIs are, so... So yeah, I'm it's all to, up to her. I've got a feeling Kamala Harris would lose a battle of wits. Milfie Harris. <laughs> Milfie like, like, Harris. You, you, you know what I'm saying, right? Like you're gonna have like you're gonna hire one one guy to to look over, you know, all these AI, all, all these AI things, right. uh, you know, right. of just just make sure that that the programming, and the coding is all good, um, and it's gonna put everyone out. So like people like the only if if the, if that if that's you know what's gonna happen, then ne- the next jobs are to go a whole hospitality because and retail because you know no one's going to go there anymore because they're going to just get it online all right so let me throw a scenario you guys here um let's fast forward three years and tesla has fully finished its road testing for its self-driving computer systems 
which, you know, these are effectively very advanced local AI systems that are able to understand and respond to bespoke stimuli in a way that safely allows the vehicle to travel. Okay, now there's always going to be car accidents. You know, like there's a really you know, there's a really famous example a few years ago of um, a car accelerating under a truck, and it accelerated under the truck and steered to go under the truck because it thought the truck was a bridge. You know, mm-hmm. it saw yep. two wheels and it saw something across and it saw a gap underneath with light. Therefore, the computer told the car it was a bridge and it had to drive under the bridge and it killed the pass. It killed the um the occupant of the car. Um, so let's just say hypothetically Elon Musk ma- magically gets rid of those bugs and you have something that is a really stable computer platform that allows the car to drive. All right, so let me throw the question out here. What do we think society's reaction is going to be when AI computer-driven vehicles are as safe, if not statistically safer than humans? So there's two problems with this. The first one is, is that Firstly, it's humans are terrible drivers and they are prone to doing stupid shit. And the problem is, is that humans, when they make mistakes, don't tend to learn from them. AI does. And the second issue is that you can scale this up in a way that means that every vehicle has a base standard of driving, like driving capability. And so then what happens when it becomes cheaper to be insured if the robot is driving, then if a person is driving, well, you're going to let the robot drive. So exactly. It's as that. Like, I've, I've got, I've got two points to that. Yeah. First point: we've been doing this for years, and we haven't even been realizing it. Autopilot on an airplane it flies the plane itself, right? Now, you know, it's it's been it's been it's been there, programmed in 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 flight paths and all that for years, and we're only figuring it now because oh, it's in our everyday car. No, it, it's been it's been happening for years, and and a good example of this of how good it is, right? Um, it was a there was a flight accident. I don't know why I should be talking about flight accidents because I'm going on an airplane soon. But um, there was you know there there was this thing where the the systems in the planes talk to each other. For example, if they if they're gonna if they're gonna come in yep. you know, head on, and it'll tell it'll tell like the pilots of each one either pull up or or, or go down. Yep. You know just 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 to make it safe. Um, now the computers were telling each each of the each of the pilots. For this, for example, on the the one on the right to go pull up, and the one on the on the left to pull, you know, to 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 to, to drop down, and they completely disregarded their systems, um, and then what they they kind of did the opposite, and what happened was they they collided and they killed everybody on on both those both those planes. Yeah. Um. So, you know, you know, it's the system is going to be that good that the computers are all going to talk to each other, and it's it's going to sort it's, it's going to sort itself out, and the only people that were having accidents on the road are human based. However, and 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 I hate to say it, but mistakes need to be made before for this to work well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. I, I believe I'm not sure if it was a Tesla or, or if it was it was another electric car company, um, but they were doing testing and and uh, it hit it hit a person of color. Uh, I I got to double double check it. Uh, we were talking about this on my show on my show a while ago, um, and because it, it mustn't have been programmed to to you know to to, to see to see that. Um, and it, you know, it hit the person. So now they've had, they've had to go back, and unfortunately, that was the person that got hit. Go, go back, and they've re- recalibrated it, done it. Now it sees everybody. Mistakes will have to get made for it to get better, right? Because 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 unlike machine, unlike us, machines actually make one mistake and then they never make it again. Um, you know, so uh, there it's 
three years, I think all of these mistakes are going to be but, uh, you know ironed out, and it's it's going to be to the, it's going to be that good to the point of like well you know if if you want to insure your car, it's going to cost you you know let's say fifteen hundred bucks a year, but if you're if your AI is driving, it's going to cost you three hundred dollars a year. What do you think you're going to do? And it's as simple as that. And that's how I kind of think AI is going to sort of like I think that's what the most immediate presence of AI will be. It will it will be something that gets. It's something that we all currently do and we're all capable of doing, but the AI is going to be able to do it better than we are. Therefore, financially and just from convenience, we'll sort of step to the side and give up that function because we now have a better alternative. I mean, I mean, Paul, what, what, are, you, what are your thoughts on, on this? Uh, so for the car thing and stuff, like I actually brought up Tesla. Um, one thing about the car, like, so apart from the system that actually drives it, uh, we actually had a talk about um, how, like, for those cars, like, since they actually don't have a tax because they can't tax them through fuel, like, they actually have a thing where you have to send how much you've driven, like, in the past month. I think you said that, Matt, because your mate, like, he yeah, it, did it, but then they it. didn't get it, and then his license got suspended or... Yeah, it's, very, for it's a very yeah. Victorian government move. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if you're going to do that, um, yeah, I think that that has to be overhauled. Uh, I think the prices of these cars is huge as well because if if these things are better, they're probably going to cost more unless, of course, you make more of them, but then that's sort of a whole different thing. If we made the cars here, that'd be different, but as far as Tesla, we don't have a plant here, so they have to be imported. Uh, so, yeah, like for like the cost as well, like the cost is huge as well and stuff. Like most people can't afford a Tesla. That's just it um trying to charge those vehicles as well like for like the charge like things like you know um just say that you're on the road and you're trying to get it like how far can you go yeah yeah so for that like more things are gonna have to be built for that i mean i suppose let's um, talk about the logistics yeah. of tesla car sales but i mean just to sort yeah, of yeah. just to sort of throw it out that you know just a sec is that we're talking about like more of the software that's in the vehicle itself. Sure, and sure, sure. But yeah, what for happens that, when like, that, that suddenly gets put into it, a toyota corolla and well, all um, of a sudden, these because these AI systems scale. Like, I mean, once yeah. the, once the software yeah. is built, it just. I, I think I think they actually can do that. There's yeah. a guy named George Holt, and uh, he actually invented something that he says that is better than Tesla. And I think you can install it in most like fuel based cars. I think in America for like two thousand three hundred bucks, and apparently you can do it. But just because of like the fact that uh, he's a guy. It's a full and stuff like he's just a guy by himself, and I think he employed some programs and he did it, and he sort of doesn't have a budget to market it. I think, and then of course, like he sort of can't compete with Tesla as well because yeah, they just have like a marketing budget that's huge. Because like I can, uh, he's actually done that. Because like I could, he's done that, but yeah, I think people want it. Like I could very easily see like sorry, sorry, about this, sorry, I, I could very easily no, see yeah, like yeah. I'll use Hyundai as an example, like the you know the the, the new Ionics that are coming out, you know. It's not difficult to put sensors into vehicles when you're manufacturing them for the first time. It's very cheap to install sensors. Um, I could very easily see a future not that far away in which whether we like it or not, this type of technology is going to be in the vehicles. And yeah. it, it suddenly becomes something that, you know, if the perception of it is that this technology saves lives and reduces road accidents, then even if it doesn't necessarily do that, but that's just the perception, I can start to see government beginning to, you know, on the margins mandate that 
all new vehicles have to have these specifications. And then it's something that by having a vehicle with these specifications, it becomes cheaper for you to insure and therefore operate that vehicle. And that's just kind of how, like, how I, you know, I'm, and I sort of just bring this back to the AI conversation. That's kind of how I think people are going to start to see like real world implications of today's technology in three to four years time. All right. I want to I want to add to that point, and I want to give you an and I'm going to give you an example of of a, of a movie that's virtually done this for us and, and told us a story. But basically, um, just getting back to the to the dark skin tone person uh, that got that, that's you know it's a study has shown um, from the Georgia Institute of Technology that um, automated cars automated cars maybe better at detecting pedestrians with lighter skin tones. That will all change. That will. That's all going to be. That's all going to be done in, in software updates. Secondly, my, my my second point is, I've always driven old cars. Like I, I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a car enthusiast who who likes restoring and, and and fixing things like that. Now, last year was the first time I've actually ever bought a brand new car. I've never I've never owned a brand new car. Um, never wanted to own a brand new car, but um, I I got one and, um. I've never driven a car with all these features. Like it, it keeps you in the lane. Like it, it can, it can do everything already. It's just not letting. It's, it's, it, but it will say, like for example, don't. Um, you know, you know it, it'll, it'll. You let go of the steering wheel. It will bring you back into the middle. Keep bringing you back, and it'll tell you, hey, put your hands on the steering wheel. Now I'm not going to drive your car for you. The cars will stop for you. The adaptive cruise controls and and all that. Are, they're, they're very, they're very, very good. They're not perfect, but they're, but they're very, very good, right? Now. They're going to get to the point where they're going to be so smooth that that you're not going to realize. But however, in 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 the car I've got, I still I'm still picking up errors that the car is doing. For example, um, it's saying you're going to have a head-on collision when I'm when I'm you know in in a back street trying to trying to go around and go around a car. You know, I, you know I'm I'm like well I don't I don't like that I turned it off. But then I'm like oh maybe I should have it back on because it's it's a, it's a safety feature. My next point is, is is what I'm going to say is, you know the AI is 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 developing at a rate which which is incredible now. Cars can park themselves. Cars can find spots. Cars can do all sorts of stuff, like AI programmed into into the car as as it is. They, they, they these cars have been able to be driving themselves for for ages, right? The uh, the the reason why they they're not they haven't inverted commas you know said okay let's 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 completely do that is because I think of the it's the it's just the unknown and the fact that that it, you know, all the variables haven't been weeded out yet, like like the people getting hit that 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 it can't pick up. Like um, you, you know, the bridge incident you were saying, uh, Reese. So it's all these variables which will have to get weeded out. For for example, for this version of AI to 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 really to really pick up. Now, have you guys ever seen the movie Wall E? A little robot Pixar movie. Yes. Yeah. That is virtually what we're heading to, right? So we're going to be so reliant on our on our AI that it's it's going to do everything for us, and we're going to be in little pods because we can't move because because we've, we've never we've never you know had to, had to move because everything's done for us. That is, you know, while we were seeing that movie, I was terrified. I was like, "What the hell is this? This is this, this was this was full on." I'm bringing that movie up purely for the purely for the reason that cars can cars have been able to be driving for us for the last five years. Like it's it's just it's just, it's just how it is. They it's just they they worried to implement it because it's such a big thing. I think with ChatGPT, the fact that we've rolled out this AI system that's so incredibly advanced, and people are like, "Holy crap, this this thing works." Why why are we even questioning the auto, in the automotive space um that the automotive space is going to be in as you said, as you said recent three years it's there's going to be self-driving cars everywhere um and it's and it's and it's going to happen um so 
it's just I think it just needed a kick in the backside, which is which ChatGPT has given you know given it AI has given a boost to AI in 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 you know in in that instance, and it's going it's 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 just going to change the world. It's absolutely going to change the world. Okay, so here's here's another one. I just sort of expand on one of your, your points, then, Matt. Um, virtual assistants. So mm. Siri is a Siri is a joke. Like I've I've been using an iPhone since two thousand and nine. I've been deeply mm-hmm. in the in the Apple ecosystem my entire adult life. Siri is terrible. And if you look at Alexa, if you look at all these other sort of, you know, like Android, you know, Cortana, whatever it is, they're all they're all shit. Like they're just bad products. They don't work the way that they're meant to work. And they're always a little bit underwhelming with what their limitations are. That's all about to change though. And let's even let's like let's look at what microsoft is doing with with their ai stuff just briefly and you know a good example would be um the ability to take notes on teams meetings so one of the new functions that's coming out to teams is that the ai will scan the meeting and it will automatically generate minutes for the meeting with action items like yeah and and okay i'm not I'm not sort of like saying this is, you know, we don't need personal assistance anymore or any of that sort of stuff. Like I'm not kind of going down that pathway, but more just, I think our relationship with this technology is going to start to change because it's going to take away a lot of the sort of the mundane, busy work that a lot of us have to do. And then what I think is probably going to start to occur is that we're going to become dependent on that. So we're not we're going to lose, and you know, similar to Wally, we're going to lose that ability to do things ourselves because we're going to have these these tools that are going to be able to help us and do it for us. You know, I think that one of the things that will will have inevitably happen with cars is that we'll lose the ability to drive cars because why do you need like you know how many people can still drive a manual today? You know, I learned to drive a manual, but I've driven a manual once in fifteen years. Um, mm-hmm. You know. I think that we'll, what, we'll, what we'll start to see is that as these tools become more prevalent and they become more integrated in our daily workflows, that the, the, you know, the actual activity that it's replacing will lose the ability to do ourselves. I, I mean, like, Paul, like, can, can you, you know, what, do you, what are your sort of thoughts on our sort of like loss of you know, autonomy as we surrender more to the machine? I think it's horrible. I think, I, think, I think it's horrible. I, I, I don't... I don't um... Yeah. So look, um, I, I, I don't, I don't think that it's probably going to provide uh, all the things that we need to. So yeah. So like for, for, for that thing that you brought on stuff, like the teams meetings where like it takes a transcript and it puts things like, you know, like into certain sections um, like that, uh, like for that, like, like I would say that that's kind of like a product of the environment that, certain companies have made it's kind of not like real work like that's the problem here like when like certain people talk about like you know oh yeah like apart from yeah certain things and stuff like my 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 job and stuff i have to do this this and this and this well like for that and stuff like 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 for like most like sort of things in the world like they don't need to do that like you have that job because you beat out some people like you know like like for like certain things and stuff like like all the people at like certain certain companies stuff like most companies like you know there's there's so many people who there's like all these people who who like full and stuff like they have pride in thinking that you know if they like leave that company then all of a sudden like 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 full and stuff just say that they leave like then their space where they work and stuff then like all, all, all those things and stuff like 
Oh, that's yeah, in there and stuff like that. We're all, irre- we're yeah, all irreplaceable. Like yeah, we're all, we're, yeah, we're all irreplaceable. I, I, and keep the company going single-handedly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and, and I don't think that that's the issue, you know, because because for like these sort of jobs and stuff, like we've also like sort of had this weird thing where we were kind of born into a thing where we were told that if we go to school and stuff and then of course like we study for four years, then for then stuff like there's going to be a job out there yeah. for us. But that was kind of only true for like post-war because back in the 20s and 30s and stuff and, and yeah, for this stuff like I know like I'm sort of getting off track is that you would usually inherit the job that your father had for men at least, you know? So if your father, yeah, yeah. So apart from that, apart from that, like just so that he like had like some sort of sore and stuff like a fruit and veg store, then he would be that. Just say so that he was like a horse um, person, stuff like a horse driver, you would also be a horse driver. Um, I think people who were self-employed back in the 1920s were like 96% and now it's like less than 1%. I, so in terms of what kind of you're sort of talking about the AI. Before about we're, we're now yeah. a, we're a service and knowledge-based economy. We don't produce yeah. anything as substance. Yeah. We service and we provide that service. Yeah, sure. That's right. That's right. So, so um, yeah, so uh, for like that and stuff, I think, I think that like in terms of like what's being used for AI or what it can do, I sort of think it's this product that we've sort of built up yeah, I'll, yeah, like since like the 1950s, I guess like the post-war. Um, so I don't, I don't like it, but but yeah, like uh, for like that and stuff like that's just like the sort of gap that I, I think that it, that that yeah, like for like certain software is going to be filled. Um, I just, I just also have like a thing that 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 like I'm not that impressed by it and stuff. So yeah, so yeah, like um, our first couple of episodes and stuff, I probably said that there was like certain things that. That yeah, like part of that and stuff. I actually saw it actually like do like code and stuff on the screen and stuff. And and then and then on top of that, like I actually realized and stuff. I was probably just impressed in the fact that in the way that that code was like sort of presented to me, it's yeah. So for that, like just say like you ask it to write like a code like ChatGPT. Um, then of course it's going to have like the um thing that it has uh, there for the code and stuff like the code block. So it's going to have the black screen and then it's going to have the white text and then and then of course like the variables are going to be in a certain color and, and what sort of type of variables is going to be. And it's it sort of seemed like someone was like on the end like typing it out, and that sort of seemed cool, like you know. Whereas like you know you've got like uh, yeah, part of that stuff. I've got like uh, Bard, for example, by, by like that and stuff. Like it doesn't type it out, like it sort of just puts it out there for yeah. you. Um, so I sort of realized that I sort of bought into that, you know. And then for like the code that I've been trying to do for certain projects, I found that most code um, for that stuff, like I don't think it actually works. So if you actually ask it to write like a certain type of thing stuff like a small code block um for that like yeah so apart from that like just say like you ask it to make a loop um and like store like a bunch of numbers and then print off the numbers as it goes it can do that but if you ask it to do two or three different things and then all of a sudden get into those first things where it's actually going to be some sort of product of use then all of a sudden like for that and stuff like it can't compile um i've been told that in terms of like the memory um all that it needs is just like more of that so so just say when you chain the messages, then then of course like for that and stuff like it sort of gets like a better idea. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So for that and, and that can be fixed by that. But apart from that and stuff, when I sort of think about like certain work and stuff like real work, um, I don't think that it's going to replace that. But apart from the stuff like you like talked about teams and stuff and like how people like, sort of take transcripts and put in notes, I I, I don't sort of like yeah yeah for that and stuff like I don't think that that's like real work. I guess so. Well, I'm it's... I'm sort of on the fence about that. So, it's interesting that they, they, they say that you don't think it's going to take away real work. Mate, it, it, it's been happening for ages. Like, like it's been, 
it's gotten rid of like you you, you go into a Coles or a Safeway, and yes, I still call Woolworths Safeway. Um, you, yeah. you go into you go into yeah, one I mean, of those, yeah. and you, know, you get one person at a counter for the for your old your old lady and man that can't that can't use a use computer. That that's the only one that they have. Everywhere else is self serve, self serve, self serve, self serve. Yeah, because they've worked out it's cheaper to install this. Make a loss on on, on stuff that gets stolen or or, or mis you know, put as uh, as the wrong thing, and yep. you know, and it's still cheaper than, than having people having people there. It's mm-hmm. going to come down to cost at the end of the day. Okay. Um, and and I think that's I think that's that's what that's what's actually generally going to come down. To. Right. You know, I, I as as a, as a massive car enthusiast who 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 on my 18th birthday got my got my license because I just loved to drive. I just want to drive. You know, the, when the day comes that the government will say, no, you're not allowed to drive anymore. Uh, AI is going to do it for you because you're too much of a liability uh, to, to, to everybody. Is the day that I'm, I'm probably going to be like the most devastated in my entire life. Like, cause it's just like, it's, it's taking a part of, of me that, that I, that, you know, that I, I don't want to give up. It's, it's, it's slowly taking parts of us that, that we don't want to give up. And, and we don't even realize it's happening, but it's, it's been happening for years. Um, because at, at the end of the day, it comes down to the dollar, and then, and and you know, a dollar in your pocket is better than uh, is better than a dollar in 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 your, in your worker's pocket. Um, you know, it's it's the, the, the divide. This is where the big issue is: the divide between the the, the the you know the upper quartile and the lower quartile is just going to be so so substantial that the middle class is just not going to exist because of this absolute reason. Um, That's true. Yeah. So yeah, this is it, it, the, the, there's a whole other layers to to. To this discussion, which which we haven't touched on yet. Well, I just want to sort of throw a rebuttal at Paul for a second. Not not because I'm defending my my society valuable job of taking minutes from teams meetings and then turning them into action <laughs> items that I don't do. I just get other people to do. Um, that's you know, that's called project. Sounds man- great. It's called project management, Paul. You don't actually do the sounds you great. Don't actually do it's the work. Sounds, it's, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, it sounds great. Honestly, yeah. Okay, but I just want to like you kind of touched on it with memory. So like, okay. okay. Again, ChatGPT, Bard, all these programs are still effectively alpha programs. And the fact that they can do anything at all is kind of marvelous. The fact that they get what they do wrong kind of validates that, well, yeah, it's not, the future isn't here today. But I just want to kind of like throw something out here, which is just, just, again, I want to just paint another scenario, which is what starts to happen when these programs can remember everything you've said to them. And they can start to absorb everything that you've done. And so, like a good example would be, um, you know, I think it's called uh, like it's one of the Chat GPT plugins, but it's effectively Chat GPT, but it remembers what you said in your last session. So you only have one session of Chat GPT, and it doesn't refresh, it doesn't restart, it just continues to build. And so over time, it's effectively building up this enormous database of information about you. And more importantly, it's able to start to understand who you are and what you're after. And so when I kind of, where I'm sort of going with this one is I'm going to bring this across to Matt a little bit because I know we've spoken about the scenario, but it's, it's going to get to the point where I think that the the product that we're going to engage with, like the Siri, the Alexa, that AI is going to eventually turn into is something that's going to become a bespoke worker for every person. And so like, I think teaching is probably going to get hit hard with this one where students are not going to have a teacher. They're going to have a personal tutor. 
And that personal mm-hmm. tutor is an AI robot that effectively, you know, it tailors its approach to the unique student and the student passes or fails based on the standards of this robot. But this robot works 24-7 and it is able to adjust itself in order to get the best outcome from the student with the weird perverse thing being that the best outcome of the student is defined by what the robot's expectations are of the human, not the other way around. And so I, I, I can very easily start to see th- this type of technology sort of evolving and being applied in that type of way where it effectively becomes a almost a real virtual assistant for a person but it never forgets anything you tell it and it uses that in order to service you or the other way around it's using that for you to service it and that's kind of what scares me is what happens when it starts to become we we start to become effectively servicing the tool set similar to how we service social media by engaging with it because we're ultimately the product yeah, okay. I, I you, you're spot on, Reese. Um, it's it's uh, it's 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 a scary it's a scary thing. Now, you, you make a good point that you've got it twenty four seven, right? It's it's a free it's a free thing twenty four seven. You know, I I get my students like, how come you didn't respond to me on the weekend? Or because I have a life, where <laughs> AI AI doesn't have a life because it's yeah. uh, <laughs> cause, cause it's, it's you know, available twenty four seven. I'm so paid to it, I'm paid to engage with you. I'm not getting paid to engage with you. <laughs> Yeah, um, you know it's 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 going to get to the point where it'll and 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 this is where I think it's going, it's going to it's going to kill me as a you know as a as a pedagogue. It's going to it's going to get rid of me because it's going to have the ability to give feedback instantaneous feedback. It's not going to give me like a night to mark your work. It's going to, you're going to get a bang there. And I think I think as a society we've come so we've become so you know, just obsessed with now, 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 now. We're getting it now, we're getting it now, we're getting it now because because the internet's can we can just look it up and, and find it in like half a second. You know, the fact that you know I've got kids that are like you know that are waiting and, and, and teachers will you know that the, the industry standard's about a two week turnaround for like for like an essay paper to to get back, yeah, because you know you, we've got five of those subjects to teach, we've got all this extra stuff. So two week turnaround. These things are going to be able to, to turn it around in like less than thirty seconds. Yeah, like it, it's it, it's it's going to happen. They're going to be like, okay, this is what I need to work on. It'll have it highlighted. It'll have it'll do my job for me um, for how how they're going to improve. But it's going to get to the point where I think that they, that that we're never going to be good enough for the robots, and it, and it's going to and it's going to make us say, well, you know, if if I can't get hundred percent on this essay because the robots telling telling me I, I I can't string two sentences together that make that that are that are approved. To the standard that the uh, that the AI wants, what's the point of doing it? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna become a bum, do nothing. Um, you know, it, it it's you know it, it's gonna get to that point where I'm, we're gonna be like, holy crap! You know, they're taken over and they're taken over by by you know not saying to us, but not saying to us that 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 we're terrible because it can do it better. Um, and I think I think for me, uh, you know, being you know being in this industry and deja vu all over again, gonna potentially lose my gig. Um, that scares me but what doesn't scare me is the fact that we as humans we crave communication and connection and you can't get a connection from a computer I mean some people can but like you, you can't get a connection you, you know you, and as a teacher I, I you know I, I sit with the kids 
Um, you know, I, I, I go through their work. I give them personalized feedback. I, I build rapport. Um, I, I, it's, and these computers are building rapport with you. You know, it's a lot to say they're not, but just the rapport of having another living, living soul next to you. Um, it, it, you can't replace that. Um, and, and I think no matter how good AI is going to get, you just, you just can't replace it. Um, so that is my, you know, it, it's, it, it's going to come, it's going to, it's what's going to come down to again is the dollar. You know, are you willing to, to give up your, your rapport for just getting results by, by a computer or would you, do you still want that, that man on the ground? Now I've, I've got a mate who, who's a, he's a math tutor. He charges $80 an hour. Okay. For, for, you know, for tutoring. You know, why would you spend eighty dollars an hour? You can get it for free on on ChatGPT. It'll tell you how to do it. You, you, you know, you know what I'm saying. So, this is but but the reason people do it is because they they get that they get that you know that connection. They feel like they're going somewhere. They're doing something. They they've got that they've got that tangible human that you can physically touch. It's there. It's a real thing. It's a living and breathing or, 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 organism. Whereas uh, um you know a computer which which we, we and it I mean, we're bagging them but we're talking we're talking about them because we're talking to them. Um, you know, it, it's it's going to have it's going to have a quicker result. It's going to it's going to be better in us in every single way, but it's just not going to have that connection. And I and I think that's where we still, as humans, um, as animals in general, have have over have over AI. It, no matter how good it's going to get, I just don't think it's going to have that that same that same um, you know right. that, that that same connection. And and it's and it's it's scary because like I, I, I watched this film clip a, a while ago by an artist called Tove Lo, um, who's who's a who's a Swedish artist. And and the the film clip she she basically she she doesn't want to deal with humans so she orders a, a like a, like a like a an AI robot like a, like a robot to come to come be her friend and she falls in love with the robot um, but then just you know like and but then the robot gets feelings and then it breaks its heart the, the I just don't see that happening just yet because I just don't think we we can get to that point. Um, right, so let me just let me just throw out again I'm I'm going a little bit dystopian with this tonight so I do apologize but. No, I just want to, just want to no. throw out just the scenario for you and the idea of humans and that tangibility of that. That's what we have effectively. We have a soul, so we can have that connection with a person. And the robot, will, you know, the AI won't be able to provide that. Mm. Is that only because of the interface? And so, let's throw this out. What if you're a tutor and you're a tutor in every single subject because? all you know how to do is relay what the AI tells you to say to the person. So you're effectively becoming an avatar for the AI. Hmm. So it's an inverse of it. You know, the one thing the AI can't do is have corporeal form. So why can't the AI get a human body that effectively has corporeal form that it engages with the person through? But that person doesn't know shit about what they're doing. All they're doing is relaying what the AI tells them. <laughs> You're right. You know, it's it's <laughs> it's uh it's it's an interesting way. Well, you know, it's an interesting scenario because at the end of the day, if if that's what happens, um, they're going to be like, well, we're going to it's going to happen. One of two things are going to happen. One that it's it, we're going to be like, well, I don't even know why we're having this middleman in the first place. It's just let's just get rid of it because because no, we don't because we don't an, need it. It's an interface. That's all it is. Correct. That, that's all. That's all it is. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what all it is. And 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 two, um, it's interchangeable and it's 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 uh it's disposable. It's not like a real. It, it's it's not like a real tangible teacher. Yeah, just, you're literally an avatar. That's all it is. Correct. Like you're just, yeah, you're just an avatar. I mean, even presently, like when we're all 
in our own ways, I mean, you and I, you know, Paul, we're all, we're all avatars for our knowledge. That's effectively what our value is in society. It's our ability to monetize what we're able to do. Yeah. What I, we're I, able I, to do becomes less special when these tools are able to do it better than we are because these tools know us or, or they know everything we could know. And that, that's kind of just what scares me with this one. It's this, it's this idea that what makes us unique and what our marketable abilities are, these systems are going to be able to access everything we're able to access in terms of knowledge. And then it's a matter of, okay, well, the issue then becomes how that knowledge is applied, but these tools are getting better and better every year in applying that in a tangible way that actually generates an outcome. I mean, I mean, Paul, do you like, are you like, does this sort of like, do you have any sort of like scarier type of ways of how far we could push this? Um, no, well, uh, I, uh, no, well, look like, um, so yeah. So like for this and stuff, like, uh, for how it's actually made and stuff, like the software actually does like sort of matter. Um, and that's, yeah, look, I, 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 don't, I don't think it's wise to just like sort of be like, you know, in in a, a certain time frame and stuff like uh, for, for, for the things that we're going to be using and stuff like in terms of like the models that we're, um, yeah, yeah, like for stuff like just so like these things that we're going to have, like they're going to be perfect. I, I'm, I'm not all that convinced about that just yet as well um, because, because for like certain types of tech as well and stuff, like you sort of can, yeah, like for and stuff like certain things actually have like sort of hit some sort of wall like you know like that like sort of keeps happening so for like these certain things are saying like you know yeah so yeah like apart from that like just say that there's like some sort of model and stuff and it can take in all these certain things about certain people and stuff but sometimes like for that and stuff like there's just gonna be certain curveballs that it can throw um like certain things that 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 fall and stuff like just say they actually do like sort of happen in the real world there's gonna be certain curveballs that it can throw and then and then for that like i think that there's only certain things that humans can actually see and actually like try try and do and see and they can actually try and have um yeah like for that like they can see what happens and i think that they're sort of yeah yeah for for, for that like they're sort of the only people who can like see that and actually think about that um yeah yeah I, I i i can't say that like i'm that convinced about the tech like for that like yeah yeah i don't i don't think it's wise to like sort of say that that for themselves like certain things are um yeah 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 like certain people are not going to have jobs because because like they're just like sort of going to be taken over like i just i just can't see that right now like that's so i actually i actually sorry i i strongly disagree with that i i i've already seen okay like let's let's do a good example of this um ai yeah. artists so we'll, we'll we'll tie back a little bit all right okay if you can generate ai art you don't need to have an artist because the AI art will do it. You know, if we want, okay. if we want to look at modeling, you know, modeling is a good example. If the models that you know AI generates are photorealistic enough to pass, you know, a glance, you don't need to hire a model to promote a brand or to promote a product. And so I think that we're already starting to see that these tools are good enough now that background services, things that kind of just 
are there, but we're not, you know, like we're not looking at it to try to be like, oh, who's such and such or is that what they're doing now? It's just, you know, they're there to effectively promote something. So they're effectively just in some ways, you know, soulless themselves with what they're doing because they're just window dressing for whatever it is that they're promoting. AI is already able yeah. to start doing that. You know, like I was, I was talking to um, uh, Johannes's wife, Brooke, um, about this because she's doing a um, she's, she's launching a clothing brand and we were, we're having a conversation around uh, modeling and we found a company that you supply dozens of images of the concept product and it will generate virtual AI models that will model the product and it will superimpose it over those fake models that's jobs done like that's jobs gone already so that's your photography job gone because it's all done within the computer your models are gone because it's all gone you know your uh the your requirement to produce certain you know surpluses of the actual you know product is gone because all you need to do is just have a really high resolution high version virtual of it and so like i, I think okay. that we're already starting to see jobs be impacted in a tangible way only just within the last six to 12 months. And if I was the sort of forward projector, if I was working in law or communications or journalism, any of those types of industries in which the entry level qualifications are, you have to be able to write or know this much, I would be seriously concerned about my ability to start getting work in the next few years because these tool sets are already capable of working at that low level. They're not capable of managing and they're certainly not capable of conducting strategy or higher level stuff. But you know, from a communications perspective, what you can do with a few free tools right now effectively replace any requirement for a beginner intermediate comms person. So I, I do I do think that we're, we are, we are already starting to see these tool sets have an impact in opportunities for current jobs, and then ultimately, well, what's the point of trying to create a career in this field if I'm up against a computer program? Okay, sure. Um, so for the people who have jobs where they have to like you know have like certain things where they have to like try and like write out things, for example, for those sorts of models. Um, yeah. So yeah. So how exactly were those things? Um, yeah. Yeah. So for those certain, yeah, like for 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 those things that they have and stuff like the certain type of models, um, what sort of data sets are they going to be trained on? Okay. Like, and, do you and, think? Okay. So humans. Let, let's use let's use journalism as an example for that. So yeah. journal articles are almost all journal articles are structured in two or three different formats. Um, you know, you yep. for the sake of the argument, let's use the pyramid. Start wide, go narrow. You know, so you start at the top wide and then you go down and you sort of finish at the bottom point. And so when you're looking technically at you know, writing at a journalistic level, almost every single journal article will follow the exact same process. So then it's a matter of, okay, I now need to write an article in which I want to promote AI-generated models as a news story for something people need to be aware about. So just relay this conversation. And I want to do it in a technical informative tone with a slight flirty undercurrent to it. All you need to do is 
tell these these machines what you want them to say and how you want them to say it. In the same way that you would instruct a junior writer to produce that content, these machines will then go off and do it at a level that's acceptable. And this is the thing, like it, it doesn't need to be better than a human can do it. That's where I think people are, where I think that this shit is going to really start to blindside people in the near future. It doesn't need to be able to do my job better than me. It just needs to be do be, be able to do it at an acceptable level. level. Yeah. And that's where I think that like people are not quite really understanding the threat that these tools are going to start, or these machines are going to start to have. It's not about doing the job better than you. It's about doing it good enough. And good enough is enough, is particularly if it's a fraction of what it costs to employ you to do it. Well, put it this way, Reese. You know, we've been using machines for years now, right? Like, for example, getting back to like you know the automotive industry, CNC machines and stuff, like the accuracy is unbelievable. You can you you, you say well, I want it to be one one thousandth of a mil, yeah, and it'll do it. Yep. You know, it, it you just program it in and say, yep, this is what I want. Bang, and it'll 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 do it. And you, as a, as a human, like it takes out any form of error, so it takes out the human error. So and and we wouldn't be able to get anywhere near that, but the machines can. Um, so I, I also think to you, like it, it, it can, it can do, it can do our jobs better, than, and it, it doesn't have to do it as good. It can do it, it, it can do it better without even trying, you know. And um, like, for example, you, you can, you, you, you might have people saying, oh, but but what about like artists? Like you, you can't replace an artist. I'm absolutely you can replace an artist. Say, oh, make me a, a Jean Michael, you know, Basquiat artwork. And he'll be like, okay, I'll make you something very similar. Make me a make me a um, a Picasso cubic cubist painting. Sure, but, you know, it, it, it'll 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 do it. It'll do it. You know, because it can. Not be not not because we want it to, but because because it can. Because it can do it anyway. Anything we've made machines that good now that we we can do anything. Now, again, getting back to the again to the automotive space. Um, you know, like I I love driving and I, and I, and cars. For me, are an extension of, of a personality. They're you, you know you, you you're they, they feel alive. Like you turn on a, a combustion car, it comes to life. You're in control of that machine, right? I've driven Teslas and I've driven other electric cars, and you know it's you still get that like because you're driving, you still get that that sense of that sense that sense of accountability. You, you're you're doing something. However, again. If it just does it better than us, just to drive it, you know, it take it negates any possibility of error for us. Mm. puts us puts us in a in a in a different league. You know, it can drive better. What's the point of getting a license anymore? You don't need you don't need one. You, you, the car will do it for you. Yeah. Um. So so it it's it's not just one or two jobs that that it, this this negates everything. Uh, recent Paul, like it negates it negates us even. Having this discussion, we're going to have ChatGPT having this, this this same discussion. Well, you know, I mean, ChatGPT generated the prompts for this discussion. So all of the, all of the, all of these, all of these questions I've been throwing out are from my time with ChatGPT around this topic. Yeah, it did. I mean, all, that, it, it's done all the thinking for this discussion. That just says all you need to know. Like that, if 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 that's a bombshell to end the show on, like that that's that's all you need to say because it's basically it does everything for you. It may it's easy and it doesn't have to do it well. It can just do it. But the thing is, we've pro, we've mach, we've machined them to do it that well. We've made them to do it that well. That you know, again, like the CNC machine, we're never going to get one one thousandth of a mil off. Like we couldn't do it physically. The machine can. Yeah. It, 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 they are that accurate. 
So you know, it's going to say, why would I, why would I pay some old tradesman to do it when it's when there's a chance it's going to it's going to cost me more because it's time when I can do it in thirty seconds with a complete accuracy and complete quality. You know, it's it's just it's just it it boggles the mind. But then again, what are we going to want as humans? This is this is my this is kind of like my 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 last thing. Like I wanted to add to that because because like. To, to the point of like, what do, what, where are we going to get to the point of where are we just going to sit at home all day and do nothing? Because, you know, you can just type in, oh, I want to go to France. Pop, 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 pop. Uh, it it turn, turns your house into into a, into a French household. You know, be like, okay, well, I'm, I'm in I'm in France. I have no reason to go out of my house. You know, it's 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 going to get us to the point where where we we're not going we're going to lose that sense of of um you know of of understanding. But I I think. Um, I mean, I'm, I don't mean to get 1984 on us, but you know, it's 1984. You, you know what I mean? It's it, it's it's what all well predicted. You know, you know what I mean? It's it, everything. It, you, it's all going to get watched. We, we're going to get to the point of like we we of no return, and I think we're already there. Um, and it's a scary proposition, and it's freaking terrifying. See, like I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's a dystopian component to AI, and I, I am conscious of time, guys. So we might we might. We might. Oh, sorry, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm happy with you, if you guys like this one to sort of be like a part one discussion because I reckon we could easily do a few discussions on on these topics because we didn't even get to the other two like components of tonight's conversation. That's how like meaty this first one was. But I I I don't necessarily think that this is Orwellian. I I think it's more like Huxley. Um, okay. with Brave New World. And in just just for some sort of like context, you know, um George Orwell's effectively talking about communism and the, the next evolution of communism. Um Huxley is equally as dark, but it's about um need fulfillment. And so as a society in Brave New World, everything is taken care of to the point where you have no responsibility and you have no requirements other than to perform the duties of your batch that you get born into. But technology has effectively solved every problem. And so it's dystopian in its own way. And I think that AI is probably going to be dystopian in a benevolent, you don't need to think, all you need to do is ask. And that gets to the point where the less you need to think, the less capable you are of asking questions. And that's kind of what I th- where I think that we're going to sort of start to ultimately head to with this type of technology. But I mean, I mean, Paul, do you have any sort of closing comments for tonight? Yeah, yeah. So look, like you know, um, I I do think that like in terms of like these systems uh i do think that they will sort of become like a part of life i'm just not sold on them being like great that's the thing i think when eventually they do sort of get put into systems i think that there's just going to be like a whole bunch of other issues that everyone's going to be like how yeah like like fools and stuff like you know how things don't see um one thing about software um that's what people don't sort of understand here um the hardware that we run things on is incredible um we've got cpus that have eight cores that can perform so many things per second yet the software that we make it it, it takes up so many resources mm. um i think i think in terms of like the the certain people who who have learned in our schools for the past couple of decades i i don't think people can like sort of code properly you know so they can certainly make things you know um but but for them stuff like the people who actually code certain things i i 
I, 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 I don't think things are going to work out the way that people think that they will, you know, and, and I think that when it sort of comes for the times for, for people to be sold on things, I think that people, um, like for certain things, like they're going to be told stories about how, like, you know, I oh, will back, back, back a, a certain time ago and stuff like things like sort of work this way, but then I don't think that they wouldn't stuff. I think, I think certain companies are going to try and like, you know, sort of change the past and like, sort of like talk people into this. Um, yeah, yeah, fuck. I just, I just uh, don't, uh, yeah, no, like for like the tech in it, I just, I just, uh, yeah, can't, can't say that I have, um, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 apart from stuff like the tech, like I just, I just don't think too much of it, I guess, you know, but, um, for that and stuff, I do, I do think that the systems, like they are going to be put in place. Like that's like my, like, sort of stance on it as well. Yeah. Well, I, I wasn't expecting that, yeah, coming tonight's episodes that Paul's more optimistic about our futures than we are, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well no no like for that and stuff like um like for, for 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 that like just say like you put these things in charge of things that are important and they yeah. fuck up then things are going to be bad like that's like the whole thing about it and stuff so so like certain people like like so, certain people like sort of think about the self in this like that's like sort of one whole thing and for this like uh, and and you're like apart from this stuff like you sort of like have this thing um for the car like thing that uh, you you had and stuff, and you basically said that like for like people and stuff like they're sort of like shit because they don't learn from it, you know. And for certain people, that's kind of right, you know. And I just thought it was funny how like you would say that because you like sort of judged all people, um, yeah, it's full of stuff like you judged all people based on the worst of us, which is like sort of weird when people like sort of use these things saying that 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 for people and stuff like they certainly fuck up people, you know. But of course, like like for that and stuff like. For, yeah. for, for, for like that like that's not, not like all but, people i guess but where i was coming you from, know, from so, that yeah. one was around insurance and that's exactly how okay. insurance operates yeah. you know in insurance is yeah, based sure. on you know young men pay more exponentially more for insurance than old women yeah yeah sure um, yeah yeah sure of course uh, and so, from from my and, and just to sort of like, re, and I'll, I'll probably use that as my wrap up for this for this sort of episode. But from my my perspective with it, it's it's not about the AI being better. It just has to be as good or good enough. And my concern is is that like once it becomes good enough, and we've socially accepted and legally accepted that it's good enough, and that is defined as it makes as many mistakes as a human does or it makes statistically slightly less so it kills people on the road <laughs> you know? but it, but yeah it will and, and that's the thing like it, it will kill people but the question but it's, yeah. it's a serious question is that okay is it killing as many people as a human does like that's that's the sort of the conversation that we're going to end up having yeah. with it because there's always going to be that margin that this is going to impact us like people are going to get injured and die from this technology but is it doing it at a rate that's exponentially more than the average or is it below average for what its impact is? And if it's below average, then the systems that we use as governance for, say, roads and insurance and TAC and all those yeah. sorts of things are going to start to gravitate to the thing that is ultimately causing less damage. That's, that's kind of where it gets me because it's, it's not about it being perfect. It just has to be better than the average person. Mm. Sorry about Jeff. Any closing marks, mate? Yeah. <sighs> Uh, I mean, I. It's it is it's already better, Reese, and and that's a, and and we've we've enabled it to be better. Um, so, the fact that we we're saying if it's just as good, it, it's it's never going to be just as good. It's 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 going to be the same, if not better. Yeah. We wouldn't make anything. We wouldn't make anything now that would be less, you know, 
involved, less uh, less able than what than what than what we are. We're, we're always looking for as humans. We're always looking for things to, to assist us, to help us, right? Um, to make to make our lives easier, to make our lives better. Um, and we've gotten to the point where we're doing that, but we've done we, we've now done ourselves a mischief because it's like better than us in virtually every in every single way. So. At this point in time, it's just like, well, you know, either we either we, we ride that wave or we say, hang on a minute, this is getting a bit full on, take a step back. But I'll, I'll leave it at, I'll leave it at that for now um, with 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 that point because I think we got tons of tons of still more to discuss. Awesome. Well, uh, we've yeah we've hit uh, hundred minutes, which is pretty pretty good for tonight. We only, we literally only got through one of oh. the three questions from ironically oh. ChatGPT to discuss. <laughs> um, <laughs> So that was that was good, but yeah, I, I might. I think for the next episode, yeah, yeah. I, I think for the next episode, I'm actually we, we might look at trying to do this in like a part two and a part three, um, because I do want to discuss AI and entertainment, um, and I'm also very curious to discuss AI and politics and how these start to, you know, w- sort of the more um, let's just say that the more sinister side of what we're talking about, because a lot of this has been quite sort of, you know, uplifting in some ways, because it's about how we're going to utilize these tools for us. But I'm curious as to how these tools can start to be utilized against us. Um, Mm. Because ultimately, you know, if there's a way that people can use these tools for power, they will. Um, So yeah, I might just uh, end it off here now, guys, Um, unless anyone has any more final comments. Um, No, just, uh, I'm good. Not Watch the space. <laughs> uh, and just say, just say again, thanks, Reese, for, for organising tonight. It was, no, it was no, a I, good thank week. you both for coming tonight. I really appreciate. It. I know this one was a bit of a, a bit of a run around because last week got cancelled at short notice. I really appreciate you two uh, being available tonight to do this. Oh, it's okay. That's oh, good, mate. Um, but yeah, we'll be back to our Sunday evenings going forward. Um, so hopefully, unless obviously anything else pops up, but I don't think there is for a little while. So yeah, we'll just be back to Sundays around the same time um, each week. Cool. Awesome. Thank you. uh, Thank you both for coming, guys. Um, Yeah, have a nice evening. Um, You too. Take care. See you. See you.